Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Hello and welcome. I am so excited you're here today for this episode because I am doing a solo episode, which I haven't done for a while, so I'm really looking forward to it. And the topic today is, of course, as you know, because you're here, how to get your book published. Because here's the thing. I mean, there's so many authors that I talk to who are making pretty good you know, progress on their manuscripts, but they are completely baffled, confused, overwhelmed, and like losing faith when it comes to figuring out how in the world they're going to publish. Because now more than ever, I mean, there are so many different ways to publish your book. It does and can feel very confusing overwhelming, daunting, even sometimes, um, or just downright paralyzing. So there are a lot of ways to get published. And my hope for this episode today, my intention as you listen is to understand the four top publishing paths, like what the four core ones are, the pros and cons of them, and to have some confidence and clarity on knowing which of these paths are right for you based on your situation. So Um, that's what I want to cover today with you and maybe even what to have, you know, some pitfalls to avoid because there's a lot of pitfalls out there, a lot of traps to avoid in this whole world of getting your book published. So to start, I just want to give you a quick overview of what the top four publishing paths are, the top four publishing options for authors nowadays. And I'm going to start um, just telling you what they are. They're self-publishing, traditional publishing, indie publishing, and hybrid publishing. So those are the four core ones. I'll just say those again real quick, or maybe not in the same order, Um, but there's traditional publishing, self-publishing, hybrid publishing, and indie publishing. Those are the core four. So I'm going to actually begin talking about traditional publishing because oftentimes authors, when they think about publishing their book, they think about going traditional. And traditional publishing is when you take your book and instead of writing the book, you write a book proposal, you pitch it to an agent, you hopefully get an agent to see the possibilities and the potential of the book. And that agent then starts pitching it to publishers, traditional publishers, like your Random House, your Penguin Putnam, your larger publishers, who, if you're lucky, one of them will say, yes, we want to be the publisher for this book. And in exchange for giving you, give, you giving them the rights to your book, they will give you what's called an advance. So they'll pay you a little bit of money. It's an advance on future royalties earned. And you now have yourself a traditional publishing deal. So that is the overview of traditional publishing. It's when you think of like selling your book and getting a deal um, for that book and earning some royalties on books sold and advanced royalties through the form of the, um, through the book advance that's traditional publishing. When you go to the bookstore and you see most of the books in there are coming out of traditional publishers. So that's one of the big uh, bonuses, I guess I should say, one of the greatest uh, pros about going with a traditional publisher is if you go that route, there's gonna be a lot of clout and credibility. 
you're not going to have to fund the book yourself by going into your own, you know, your own bank account, your own, you know, financial reserves and paying for that book to be published with traditional, they're going to pay you, but they're only going to pay you, like I said, an advance on royalties. And you don't see any further money from the publisher until you earn back your advance through book sales, um, through your portion of the, of the proceeds on book sales. Um, but like I said, the good news is clout credibility. Um, you don't have to personally fund it with your own money and distribution into bookstores. If that's important to you is much, much, much more likely to happen with a traditional publisher than some of the other options. So those are really the biggest pros about traditional publishing, the things that are sort of on the plus side of the equation. Um, if we go to the con side, maybe some of the negative side of the equation of traditional publishing is unless you have a pretty massive following already, and you've really done a lot of work to build your author platform, it is highly unlikely that you will be able to secure a traditional publishing deal. Because the, the landscape really in the publishing world has changed so much that they are only signing on authors, especially new first-time authors, who they believe, the big publishers, tra the traditional publishers believe, will absolutely be able to make and sell a minimum of five to 10,000 copies in the first year that they are with that publisher. So while you might think that the content of your book is the most important thing in that proposal you'd write if you're going this route and trying to get an agent and get a publisher, um, it's actually not the content of the book that's the most important part of the proposal. It is the marketing plan um, and what you can show that you are going to be able to do to support sales of your book. Because honestly, like no matter how you publish, you're the one that's responsible for selling the book. You as the author are responsible for selling the book. So even a traditional publisher who's going to give you a little bit of money to get the rights to your book so they can publish it they are going to expect you to have some marketing prowess behind you and in many situations, a marketing budget behind you. So while you might not have to pay to get your book published, they'll want to know that you're serious about marketing it because they want to know that they are going to earn back what they paid you on that advance and then some certainly to make it a profitable endeavor for them. So without a large following already and a big platform, one of the downsides of traditionals is very hard to get an agent um, and a publisher if you don't already have that big author platform. Another thing is takes a long time. So we have some people who are shocked to find out that let's say, you know, this episode is airing February, 2022. If you're just working on a proposal to secure an agent and you end up lucky enough to get a traditional publisher at the earliest, the earliest, and this would be very rare, your book might make it into the spring 2023 catalog, but it's highly unlikely. Chances are it would make it into the fall 2023 catalog. So you're looking at, you know, a considerable length of time out before the book is actually published. That's another one of the cons of the traditional um, path. Um, and then the other one is, is that oftentimes an author will not earn a whole lot um, you might get like 10 to 15% of what you sell. So if you sell, you know, a hundred dollars worth of books, let's say you might see 10 to $15 of that. 
because the publisher gets paid, the agent gets paid, like everyone gets paid. And then you get, you know, typically 10 to 15% royalty on that book. So you've got to earn back all of that money until you meet the threshold of your advance before you see any more than the actual money from the advance. So that's traditional. Um, it's a really good choice if you do have a large following and you do have a large platform and you definitely, you know, you're really adamant that you want to make sure you've got the bigger house, the clout, the credibility, and the distribution, um, then traditional publishing might be a good route for you. We had a client who was actually trying to get a traditional publisher. Oh my gosh. I think he worked for like two years sending query letters and he got rejected for two years. And he finally came to one of my events and I was like, so tell me like, what's going on? Like, why do you keep pursuing them? And he's like, well, I really want to go traditional. And I asked the question, I ask everyone who wants to go that route, which is, well, what's your platform like? And he kind of looked at me like, what, you know, uh, like, do you mean my email list? I said, yeah. Like how many subscribers, what's your, your social media following? And it was like pretty nominal, you know, not enough to get the addition, the attention of a big publisher. So I was like, please. A gentleman's name was Tariq. He wrote a fabulous book and I'll tell you a happy ending to the story in just a moment as we transition into self-publishing, because that's what I told him to do. I said, listen, I said, you could waste another couple of years, you know, trying and hoping to get a traditional publisher. And then once you get one, it's going to be another year or two before your book is even out, depending upon how you hit their cycle of their catalog, their catalog releases. And I was like, just get it self-published. Just go do it. He didn't have the budget to work with an indie or a hybrid. So I said, just go publish it on your own. And he did. He went the self-publishing route, which some of the pros, all right, I'll share them with you now. It's fast. You have complete control over the product, the project, and you make all of the money. Those are the three biggest pros of self-publishing, right? Speed, control, and profit. Um, those are the big three. So I was like, Hey, Tariq, you really might want to go this route. He did. He listened to me. And then like, it was maybe six months later, I think that he came to us and he was so excited to tell us that he had not only published his book, but he had recently spoken on stage at TEDx and recited one of the poems from his book. And that never would have happened if he waited a couple of years and kept banging his head against the traditional publishing wall when it was really never going to be an option for him, given the lack of his author platform. So he went another path that was right for him. And self-publishing might be right for you. If you have more time right, and energy on your hands, then you do resources to be able to pay to get help from an indie or a hybrid to publish you, then self-publishing is a great route to go. Um, you just heard me talk about the big three pros are, like I said, it can be quick, you have complete control and you make all the money, right? Those are the best, biggest, most beautiful things about self-publishing and people love it for that reason. Um, on the con side of things, some of the challenges though with self-publishing is that in addition to being the author, you are now the publisher, which means that you pretty much have to learn all the ins and outs of knowing what to do and how to publish a book that is going to be of a quality standard that matches how you want to put yourself out in the world on the pages of a book. Because one of the big uh, you know, downsides to self-publishing is there really isn't quality control. And if you don't know what you're doing and you're not you know, tapping into a team with lots of experience, 
you're the one who's going to be figuring out like who your best cover designer would be and who your best, you know, editor is going to be and how you want to have the interior pages of that book laid out and how do you price it? And how do you choose which categories this book should be on Amazon? And do you do like a free 99 cent promo? And should you run ads to promote the book? And, you know, all of these things, the ISBN number, the Library of Congress control number, you know, all of these things are the responsibility of a publisher. And if you self-publish, that's you. So that can be a challenge for a lot of people who are thinking they want to go self-publishing to, you know, do it for the least amount of money possible. But that requires a tremendous amount of time, energy, focus, dedication, and somewhat steep learning curve, learning a new industry. Um, it's possible. I mean, people do it all the time. Um, it's possible. But if you go that route, you just have to be mindful that you're going to be you know, putting in that time, money, and energy into learning it and then really doing everything you can do to ensure the high quality of your book. Because with self-publishing, sometimes people crank out these books and they look completely homegrown, right? The cover design is just off. The font of the title isn't really even readable. Um, you know, they don't know what the right trim size is for their book and they make it too big or too small for what the word count of the book actually is. There's all these little pitfalls to look out for. But as I said, Self-publishing is a fabulous route for those people who have more time and have more energy to put into learning something new than they have resources to put into getting the help. So if that's you, then self-publishing is certainly one to consider, just keeping in mind some of those pitfalls that I just mentioned. Um, which leads me now to the third path of publishing that I wanted to talk about today, and that is hybrid publishing. And, you know, there's lots of different like definitions and what people, you know, consider hybrid. I'm going to tell you the best way that I know how to describe hybrid. Um, hybrid publishing is, you know, kind of like self-publishing where you do fund the book yourself, but you're paying more with a hybrid publisher because they ideally are coming to you with a qualified team of experts who will help you publish that book. They have the editors, they have the design team. They have, you know, they know the entire process and they're the ones who can guide you through the process, you know, with professional um, opinions and input and high quality work. Um, a good hybrid publisher will do that for you. And in exchange for that, you know, you will pay them and some you will pay considerably. Um, I, you know, I have colleagues who are hybrid publishers who are charging, you know, 20, 30, 40, I've even seen $50,000. Um, of an investment for people to be working with a, with a you know, good hybrid publisher. Um, the big pros about a hybrid publisher are everything I just mentioned. You've got a team on your side of experts who are going to help, well, like I said, ideally, not all hybrids are created equal. Um, just like not all indies are created equal. I'll talk about indies next. And last, that'll be the fourth one that I cover. Um, but they're not all, they're not all created equal. So you have to be mindful, but if you find a good hybrid, right, they'll have a great editing team. You'll have, you know, people on your side that you really feel are in it for you, um, for who you are, for what this book means to you. And you're not just like a number in some factory. Um, a good hybrid will, you know, just have you feel like a star kind of in bringing together the best possible book that, 
um, you can bring forward with their help. So that's the beauty of a hybrid. Hybrids also go quicker in publishing than traditional, um, you know, because you don't have to go through the proposal and the, you know, finding the publisher and selling, selling the proposal and all of that stuff. So it can be much faster. Um, and with hybrids, you tend to have a little bit more control as well. Um, like I said, on the downside of things with the hybrid publisher, um, in exchange for all of the professional support you're going to get, you know, you're going to have to invest. And, you know, some people consider that a downside. Of course, if they are longer on time and uh, shorter on funds, you know, that can absolutely be seen as a downside. Um, but the other thing to keep in mind with hybrid publishers on the, on the sort of the con side of the page, if we're, you know, looking at the plus and minus side, the con side of the page with hybrid publishers is you've really got to pay attention to what exactly you are getting into in, in terms of the agreement and the financial arrangement. Because with a hybrid publisher, you're going to pay them that fee, right? 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000. Um, you're going to pay them that fee, but then you're also going to pay them 50% of the profits of every book sold, which looks like a royalty being paid to you at 50%. So a plus side of this hybrid publisher is whereas with a traditional, like they'll give you a little bit of an advance, you'll only get 10 to 15%, right? Of what you sell. With a hybrid, you're gonna be paying them, but then you'll get 50, um, average 50% of what it is that you sell. And again, it's the books that you sell. The publisher really isn't going to be the one focused on selling books for you. Um, it is your job. So when you sell those books, the publisher is going to get the money from those sales. They're going to keep 50% of the profits and they're going to give you 50% of the profits. And, you know, some people who are looking at hybrids kind of go, well, what, like, how does that make sense that I'm going to pay them, you know, the fee to do the, to do the book, to publish the book, but then I'm also going to have to pay them every time I sell a book. And yeah, like that's how hybrids work. Um, you know, a lot of them will say that they will help you sell the book, that they'll do a lot of marketing for you. Um, you know, some of them will say that, oh, well, if you hit a certain level of sales, then maybe traditional publishers will look at you and will help you do that. Um, but you just, just be careful that you know what you're signing. This is the biggest pitfall that I see with hybrid publishers is that people sign their books over to hybrid publishers without understanding what they're signing. And in some cases they've paid the publisher, right? They're only getting 50% profit instead of a hundred, even though they funded their book and paid for it to be done. But in some cases with hybrid publishers, you're also signing over your rights. And too often I hear from people who have worked with hybrids who did not read their agreement, did not know what they signed onto, and then when they were like, well, wait a second, I want my book back because I want to go do it on my own or go work with an indie or, you know, just something that's a better arrangement for them. They're like, oh, but you sold us the rights. And then they have to pay again sometimes to buy back their own book from the publisher that they paid to publish it. So here's my word of caution. If you go with a hybrid route, because it, in, in some situations, like it can really be a great option um, for you, but not if you don't take a very close look at that agreement 
make sure that all of your questions are under are answered and that you understand what you're signing. Because I just would never want you and your precious book that you worked long and hard to birth into the world, right? To end up in a situation where like, you don't have the freedom to do what you want to do with that book. And you do so much of the work to sell them and you're only getting half of the profit. And your publisher who you already paid once, you're kind of paying twice when you sell it. So just understand the agreement. Know what it means. Do you have to buy a certain amount of advanced copies? What is it going to cost you? If you want to buy more copies, can you get them just at cost? Or do you have to pay a higher fee um, for your own personal copies? Like if you are going to go speaking and you want to have you know 200 books on hand to sell, um, great. But what's it going to cost you to get those 200 books? Um, it technically, I believe that it should you should just have to pay cost, maybe a slight admin fee for them to process the order for you, but just cost. So all these things should be in your agreement um, with the hybrid publisher, with any publisher. So just make sure you read it closely if you're going to be choosing that route. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't know that any of these work for me. Like I don't have the platform to go traditional. I don't have the time because like I'm running a business and I have a life and I don't have the time you know, to like, I have to take care of my kids to figure out how to be my own publisher and go self-publishing. And the hybrid is something about it doesn't feel right to you. You might be wondering like, oh, what the heck, you know, can I do? What are my other options? Um, so the fourth option that I want to talk with you about is indie publishing, working with an independent publisher. Now there are some publishers that are kind of like traditional independent. It just means that they're a smaller publisher, like a um, newer library. Uh, my friend, Mark Allen over there, they were the publisher of Eckhart Tolle's Power of Now. Um, they are a traditional publisher, but they're more independent. Like they're not part of the big, huge New York conglomerates that have like, you know, 18 different um, imprints underneath, you know, one umbrella. Um, they're just a small, independent, traditional publishing company. What I'm talking about here with independent publishers is outside of that traditional world. Um, and our company here, Kapusha Publishing, um, that is what we are. We are independent publishers. So let me explain a little bit about independent publishing so you can understand what this path is to see if it might be a right fit for you. Um, with an independent publisher, a lot of the pros are going to be the same as the pros with a hybrid publisher meaning that you are going to have access to a professional team of experts who will edit, who will guide, who will design, who will handle all of the backend tech to make sure your book is, you know, the right trim size, the right price listed on the right categories for on Amazon, that it's optimized on Amazon, that if you so choose, it's, you know, distributed across multiple platforms. So people can buy it on Barnes and Noble and Nook and like all the other places, right? Your independent publisher it's going to do, to do a lot of those same, same exact things that a good hybrid publisher would do. So most of the pros are the same, but the other big pros of the independent publisher are that you will never, ever, ever give up rights. It is sort of a fee for service type of relationship. Um, you will always own your book. You never run the risk of, you know, giving up rights to your book or having the publisher own it. It always remains yours. And the other beautiful thing about independent publishing, which is why, you know, this is one of the big reasons why I chose this when we um, started publishing years ago, is that the author 
maintains all and keeps all of their royalties. So with an independent publisher, they are not sort of staying in financial relationship, financial quote unquote bed with you um, ongoingly after your book releases to the world, right? You will be free to then go on and do whatever you want with that book, grow it as big as you want to grow it, build a business out of it, you know, create courses out of it, programs, retreats, you know, consulting, whatever it is that floats your boat that you love doing. And you don't have to share any of it with an independent publisher. You are independent. It's yours. You can go out and do what you want with it. So those are really, um, I think, two of the biggest big pros of working with an independent publisher is the fact that you keep all the rights, you keep all the royalties, and you have a professional team advising, guiding, and handling all the details behind the scenes from, you know, the moment you submit your manuscript to, you know, after that book is launched, um, they're going to be by your side the entire way. So those are the big, you know, significant benefits, I believe, of independent publishing. And again, it's why we chose, why I chose what I wanted to do when it was, you know, my turn to look at the model for my publishing company. I'm like, that feels really good. feels really author-centric and, you know, sort of fair across the board. Like I said earlier, no matter which of these four paths you choose, traditional, self, hybrid, or indie, you as the author are going to be the one who is responsible for marketing and selling your book. And if that's the case, like, then I believe that you should be making all the money on it. It's just sort of, you know, I don't want to be making money on you selling your book. It just doesn't feel right. So um, some of the cons of independent publishing is that it is not as fast as self-publishing, right? It does take more time, but kind of like the good news of it taking more time is the fact that it takes more time because there's quality control involved. You know, a good independent publisher won't just like take a manuscript and turn it into pages and pump it out without reading every single word and making sure that it's the best it can be. Um, but the con side of that is that it does take a little bit longer. Like, you know, on average, our clients usually run about six to eight months um, moving through the publishing process. You know, that's a couple of rounds of editing and proofing and design and getting everything, you know, just right to make it the best possible book. But, you know, it does take more time than self-publishing for sure. Um, the other downside of independent publishing is it's funded by the author. So you as the author are paying, you know, for all of the cost of the book to be developed and paying for the expertise of a team of people with, you know, a track record and history and who know everything they need to know to make your book the best it can be. So there is an investment to the independent publishing side of things. Um, the other thing to look out for as far as like the cons and just, you know, potential pitfalls on the independent side of things is just like with hybrids, as I mentioned earlier, like no, they are not created equal. They are not created equal. So you do need to do your homework, you know, do your research. This is your baby, right? This book is like your baby. You don't want to just hand it off to anyone. So you want to make sure that you're doing your research, that there's, you know, a person you can talk to who's like a real person who really cares so that you can feel good about the company that you are choosing to independently publish your book, really feel like they are there. They got your back. They got your book. They got everything. Um, another one other con to consider here 
um, with independent publishers is that some of them simply like edit design and publish the book. Like they'll, they'll, you know, help you in exactly just the publishing piece, but they don't offer support around the marketing side of things. So you want to be mindful as you're looking at independent publishers, like what exactly are they doing to support you in the marketing side of things? Um, Because too often, sometimes these independents, they like tell you, oh yeah, we're going to market your book for you, but they don't actually drill down to the details of what exactly they're doing, how they're doing it, like what that really means to you as the author. So your encouragement here and the con is it's going to take a little more time, a little more energy, a little more asking of questions to ensure that you know if there's marketing, if there's not, so you can make a conscious decision. Okay, I understand they're going to publish, but they're not going to market or okay, they're going to publish and they're going to help market. But if they're going to help market, what exactly are they going to be doing? How are they going to help? What does that look like? Because um, you, again, as I said earlier, the agreement, the what you're getting, too many people just pay some money and sign a document without really knowing what they're getting. That happens in the independent you know, side of things too. But like I said, of all the models that are out there, I chose independent publishing for my own company, Kapusha. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, kapushapublishing.com. There's a link in the show notes as well. Um, but we do amazing work for amazing people. And, you know, there's a lot of people who have done their research who come to us and like, oh man, thank you. Like you took every challenge I thought I might face and you just told me you'd handle it for me. You took all the questions that I hadn't had and answered them with like patience and care and understanding for me, for my book, for my project. So there's a lot to be said for finding the right independent publisher, if that's the path that is right for you. And again, the only path that you really need that big platform for is the traditional publishing path with self, with hybrid, with indie. You don't need a huge platform, but you do need to put in the time and the energy to either learn it on your own if you're going self-publishing or research and ask questions and keep digging, digging, digging so that you understand 100% what the agreement says and what you're signing on to when you sign on to work with a publisher. So um, I hope this helps give you, gives you some sense of understanding on how to get your book published, whichever path you choose. Um, my goal here was just to educate you and help you understand the paths, as I said, the pros and cons of each and how to know which one might be the right fit for you. So I wanna thank you for being here today. Thanks as always for listening, for being a parting of the, part of this amazing Get Your Book Done community and for being the kind of person who cares enough about you and cares enough about your book to take your time out to listen to a podcast like this and educate yourself to help you be set up to succeed as great as you possibly can as a transformational author. So thanks again for being here and until next time, write powerfully. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.